I want to say it's Maryland in September. And this is something that's been happening in other countries, Australia and and Japan and the U.S. is finally getting involved with this. So if you're looking for more information, you can reach out to me or you can go to worldkindnessusa.org and get involved. I think, I think we could all use a little more kindness in our lives. Another organization is the Roberto app, which measures brain function. And this was created by a bunch of athletes. And it's done through video games, and it's a wonderful, wonderful resource. And, again, you can, you can get a free trial by going to alzheimerspeaks.com, and you'll see their banner on the right side of the homepage there. And you can just go ahead and click on that to get, to get a little bit more information. The other company, the last one I'll mention right now, is the Alzheimer's uh, Research and Prevention Foundation, which does a lot of holistic work. And they, again, uh, if you're looking for things on diet and exercise, and they've got some groundbreaking meditation that they're doing, go ahead and check them out as well. They are just a an absolute fabulous resource and you won't be disappointed. And you can go to them at alzheimersprevention.org. That's alzheimersprevention.org. Well, let's get started with our show today. I'm excited we've got a new entrepreneur with us, and we have a serial entrepreneur. First, I want to introduce Zach Gordon. And Zach started out, I love his story, he started out as a janitor in a nursing home, and he worked his way up um, to a CNA, then to an LPN, and then now he is an RN. And he's currently working on an ortho and neuro unit but he's an inventor of Mesto and also the vice president of Edgewater Safety System. So welcome, Zach. How are you doing today? Wonderful, Lori, and thank you for having me. Okay. Well, we're glad to have you with us. Um, next, I'm going to uh, introduce Ron Gregory. Ron has been on the show before. He's held a series of leadership positions during his music industry career, including local and regional positions for Warner Brothers Record, and he has also been the national and senior VP positions at Hammond Music Enterprises. Um, now Sony Music, and Electra Entertainment, which is Time Warner. As president, um, Ron has played a role that's key to creating and leading Music Forecasting, Inc., um, which is the first company to provide market research exclusively customized to the needs of the music industry. And after 10 successful years, Ron sold music forecasting, and he decided to kind of venture off in a new area due to the fact that his own mother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. So he really began exploring the possible therapies that might be able to help her, you know, lead a better, more productive and engaged life. And so through all of his research, he created Alzheimer's Music Connect, whose products are designed to address the needs of Alzheimer's patients and their care partners through music. So welcome, Ron. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great, Lori, and I, I greatly appreciate be, your invitation to join the conversation, and I look forward to uh, sharing whatever uh, 
adventures I've had uh, in music with your audience. It's great to be back, and thanks, Scott. Well, and I appreciate you so much. You had sent me some um, CDs that I can give out when I'm doing my speaking. You've got a vocal standards collection and then one called Reflections, which is spiritual and uh, patriotic readings with music, which people just totally love. So I I can't thank you enough for for sponsoring that because that's much appreciated as as I go around around the country. Um, for people to be able to to get access it's, to those. So, so thank you. My pleasure. I'm going to start with the first question to Zach here. And Zach, I want you to explain to people what exactly is Mementos. And I know it's a, a musical tool, but why don't you tell people exactly what it is and, and how you came about it? Well, thanks, Lori. Yeah, Memento is a is a multifunctional tool that can use music and personal messages in a lot of different ways to help people with dementia to, to live in their world, to live in, in their situation. I created it because I needed a tool. I was working in long-term care, and I needed a tool that I could use music as a tool. You know, an MP3 player and a lot of the current products on the market aren't always the best, best products or best thing when someone's confused, combative, or when we really need music to redirect or to get someone out of a, a behavior. And I had a patient that was uh, trying to get out of the door to get her kids off the bus, and I had one of my prototypes on her, which was just a hot-wired computer speaker, and um, I ended up recording a message from her daughter and uh, just had her daughter say that, hey, everything was okay and that she was in a safe place. And when I would play that message for her, it pretty much instantly resolved her behaviors. So then that's when I started combining the music and the messages. So Memesto can have a message repeat at a time interval that's appropriate for them, or it can be played on command, so a lot of different ways. But the main thing is it, it, it's, a mu- it's a music player designed for this setting. Okay, great. Um, Ron, I want you to tell our audience, how did, how did you two connect? Gosh, I... I... I think what happened was, as I recall, Zach had reached out to me because uh, he had discovered my music uh, on, over the web and was interested in how we developed the technology to enhance the music. And that kind of started the conversation. And then he filled me in on the Memesto device. And uh, it kind of just was we fell together kind of naturally, if you will. Um, you know, this, this tool and, and that – one of the things that I always wanted to do was try to find a, a device that could be so simple to use for people if we could preload with our music, and Zach gave me that avenue. Wonderful. And and while I have you uh, live right now, can you tell people a little bit about your music and why it's different? Sure. Um, essentially, what we tried to do is take the burden of family members trying to figure out what music was, you know, music that mom would like. So we, we do research, much like radio stations do currently, to figure out what were the favorite songs that would have touched those people in, their, in the time that their music memory developed, which is age 10 to 20. And so we go backwards, figure out the most popular and familiar songs, make those our selections, and then we've divided them up into various genres, big band, vocal standards, what have you. And then we developed a technology working with Duke University to 
um, enhance the music. So what we did was we actually used alpha waves, which diminish with age naturally, but for someone impacted by dementia or Alzheimer's, it, it, it significantly de decreases. And what we can do is using our music with this enhancement laid under it um, is kind of stimulate that alpha wave, which brings the, the listener to a very calm, alert set of mind. And you can begin to start to make reconnections then from that place. So that's kind of the nutshell of it. Okay. Now, with this technology, with the, the alpha wave, I, I know a lot of people who aren't familiar with your, your mm -hmm. music are probably wondering, do you hear it? You know, does it change it, the sound? No one would want to listen to an alpha wave by itself. It, it, it's, uh, it's like a lobster screaming. Uh, it, <laughs> it's, uh, it's just awful. But um, it's a very high-pitched click is what it is. And um, what we do is we mix it into the music right at the threshold of hearing. So, you know, I hate using this expression, and you and I have talked about this in the past, is it's, it would be like subliminal messaging, um, and that can sometimes, sometimes comes across with a negative connotation, and it, it really isn't, but your, your brain is capable to pick that sound up, and you conscious, consciously don't hear it, so uh, that's kind of the simplest way to put it, um, you know, and then we can mix other, uh, uh, depending on what our goal is, we can mix other uh, sound waves in that can accomplish other goals, but primarily what we focused in on is alpha and getting people alert and calm. Because I know when I listen to the music, I don't hear it at all, you know, and, yeah. and so I just want people to know that you have this technology, but it, it isn't something that's overt, yet you've had these great results. Um, with being able to reduce anxiety and, and stress of of um, people diagnosed with dementia, and, and same for their care partners, and you've got some studies to back that up. Absolutely. Great, great. Um, Zach, um, I want to flip back to you and um, ask you a little bit about how do you use your product um, to help people with dementia, let's say when they're sundowning or they're wandering. And for people who don't know what sundowning is, I'm going to have you as the nurse go ahead and explain that to our audience because for some people that might be a new term. Perfect. Thanks, Lori. Um, so sundowning, it happens a lot at the, you know, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the evening when the sun is going down. Um, sometimes it's different times for people, but it's a heightened behavior where they get focused on different things. Sometimes um, they have a uh, certain number of things that they focus on. Sometimes it's different all the time. But a lot of times it's people get focused on trying to get their kids, trying to go home, trying to do these things that they've done their entire life. And so when they're in a facility, and that's the setting that why it's why why where what I am in, which was in the nursing home, um, where they're trying to get out of the building, and I have all the other residents to take care of, and the family members not not able to be there, and they're just looking for their kids. A lot of times, all they need to hear is a little bit of reassurance from their kids, and it just takes that behavior down a level and and so if we can treat the anxiety as the root cause we can get them to stop wandering and a lot of times and as you've probably seen too um, when people want to go home if we can just tell them that they're home and that they're safe 
a lot of times we that's what we do anyway throughout the day they they i'm trying to get home and we'll constantly remind them like hey it's okay you'll go home in a little bit or everything is okay you are at home whatever works for the individual and and you know just the constant reminders is a, is the thing that we do and and that's why memesto is a good tool is because it it makes it so that you can set these constant reminders at a time that is appropriate for them and it, it's not something that you just set on and leave all day either. Um, it's really something that you can indiv individualize. So it can be used in a lot of different ways to use validation therapy, um, which is, you know, just validating whatever the person is trying to, trying to accomplish or trying to do, or simulated presence therapy, which is, you know, simulating that the family is there. And then there's another one, it's space-time retrieval, which is constantly reminding someone at their memory deficit. And so this tool can be used in a couple different ways to, um, to best suit individuals. So for sundowning and exit seeking, a lot of times it could be just one time they hear the message and they're redirected onto the next thing. Now, once you redirect them with a message, um, or you, you, I should say you validate them with a message, do you play the music then after that to, as kind of a redirection? So yeah, and so that's where music is such a wonderful thing is we can, and I, there's a couple of videos on our website where you can see where, and on our YouTube channel where um, a lady, she's just trying to, she's really focused, she's looking for her kids, she hears the message, she starts to come around, and then I start playing the music for her, and that redirects her and takes her down a pathway where she's happy, and now she, and she ended up dancing, but then at that time, we would want to walk her to like an activity or something like that so that we can change the whole situation. And, and that is the difficult thing about dementia is that there, it's constantly changing. And so the, this is just a tool that could be a first answer. There's never a right answer. Uh, something that Gary Joseph LeBlanc, a good friend, he said to ice cream, you know, getting a bowl of ice cream. And it's, it really is such something so simple where you sit them down with a bowl of ice cream. And, and as long as we can redirect them from something that's causing a negative behavior, it's it's a win for that situation. Okay, great. Um, Ron, now with your music, I'm sure you've seen incidents too, where probably with your own mother in terms of engagement and, and getting a calmness from the music. Can you talk a little bit about the, the studies that you guys have done and, um, you know, research regarding kind of removing that stress and increasing engagement sure. through your music technology? Yes, absolutely. Um, there's a actually one of my best tales and visuals is uh, one that I shared with uh, with a, a friend of a mutual friend of ours, Tipa Snow, um, from Positive Approach. And Tipa works has worked with me and continues to work with me with different uh, teaching methods to help families uh, use music to their best advantage. Um, there's some video clip on, on our website of Tipa engaging with several different women who are at various levels of dementia, but definitely towards late stage. And um, she gets these women to listen to the music with her. The next thing, they're, they're singing. They're, uh, she's got a few of them that she gets them up to dance and move. And it's just the engagement of, you know, the music. But, you know, to put 
one of the things that Tipa and I agree with, and Zach as well, is that you don't want to just put a set of headphones on somebody and shove them in the corner. That's not utilizing what's what's left of their brain, and we want to use as much as we can. Um, they're different, but they're still there inside themselves. And so if music's played externally and they're engaged with it in either a caregiver of any type, but if especially with a loved one that can kind of get mom to talk about a story. And it's as simple as asking a question of what were you doing when that song was popular? And you, you would be amazed how fast they kick in and start to tell you the story. And as that story unfolds, you can literally watch Tifa engaging with these various women and you can watch them move more and more into the moment. Uh, it is an absolutely fascinating little video to watch because it really illustrates so well how to use music, how people will engage, and how simple it is for you by asking a few easy questions to get someone to reconnect and be more in the moment. That's amazing. I know we used it with my mom a lot. And, you know, we've got some videos on YouTube, too, with mom. Just, you know, she would be asleep or totally disconnected from the world and music would come on and she'd get a smile on her face and her fingers and her toes would start tapping and she'd start trying to, you know, sing to the um, song. Even if she couldn't remember the words, she still knew the tune. And, and it's amazing, like you said, how embedded those memories are from that age, you know, 10 to 20 with us and and yeah. the joy and the peacefulness that they can feel. And it's nice to see that studies are finally being done regarding um, more social engagement type pieces, not just medication specific. And um, we're seeing so much with, with the arts and music and and um, just gathering of people, having friends, what an impact that has on our life. So um, thank you for sharing that story because uh, I love Tipa and she does such a such a great job. My my mom was about, I'd say she was about a week or so away from passing. And uh, I'm, I'm visiting her and I put the music on and she's basically got her eyes closed and kind of disconnected. And all of a sudden, she opens her eyes, and she, my dad's with me. And she, my father says to her, do you know who this is? And she looks at me, and she goes, of course I know who my son is, and you gained weight. <laughs> it's like, seriously, Mom? Thank you. <laughs> One last little dig, you know, to make you smile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, too funny. Too funny. Um, Zach, I'm going to ask you a, a question here again. Now, a lot of times we see people um, with dementia or just as we age and, and things where people are starting to refuse to do what they call ADLs. And I'm going to let you again explain to our audience what ADLs are versus me and, and uh, you know, how you work with Momesto to, to get them to comply. So ADLs are activities of daily living. And so that's like uh, incontinence care. If you got to, you know, get cleaned up, brushing your teeth, uh, getting, getting your hair combed, getting your socks on, whatever, and taking your medication, anything that you would do with your normal routine. And as you know, a lot of times someone that may need incontinence care, which means changing up a diaper, um, may think that she's getting violated when we're doing it. So a lot of times patients will fight, kick, and scream because they don't want us to, you know, 
take their diaper off and clean them up. And so it's a, it's hard on the workers because it ends up taking two workers and and it's hard on the patient. Um, so the way that Memesto can be used is you have a message that is pertaining to that, like, hey, mom, let's, let's let them get you cleaned up or let's let them help you get cleaned up or, hey, it's time to get your teeth brushed or, you know, whatever this person is struggling with. And, and again, it can be whatever the individual is struggling, struggling with. And you can play the message before the incontinence care and make that experience better. Same thing with medications. A lot of times patients would refuse medications because I was a stranger to them. Even though I saw them every day, they kind of knew who I was. They, always, they could trust me a little bit, but I still wasn't somebody that they trusted. So I would have to call their family member up, put them on the phone, and then finally they would take their medication. And a lot of times, you know, I just didn't have time to call the family member. And so I was using this tool, this, you know, you press one button, it plays the message, hey, mom, time to take your medication. Let's go ahead and take your medication. And to add on to what Ron was saying, um, the way it can be used is, especially with, I'm such a big advocate of, of Ron's music and what they're doing because it, 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 anybody can benefit from it in some sort of way. The patient that's sitting in front of TV all day that, you know, there's not many activities that they can participate in, they can benefit from this right now. It can improve, it can improve the quality of their life. And a lot of times patients get um, focused or get scared because other patients are exit seeking or looking for the, or moaning or scared or, you know, having their own behaviors, which will cause this other person to have more behaviors. So having this, this tool clipped on them in their listening vicinity, it gives them a, a bubble of peace. It's at a low enough level where they can hear it, but they're still engaging with the outside world. And, and like you said, when we put the headphones on them, a lot of times it, it can reduce their engagement. And with this, they're still engaging, but it's something, that next level of peace and comfort. And so it's just, it, it's just a, it can be used in a lot of different ways, and we're excited to, to explore that. Okay. Ron, anything you want to add to that? Any experiences that you've seen in terms of the activities of daily living? To be honest, that covered it so perfectly. I, I don't feel like there's much that I can add other than to say, um, you know, if there's a regular period of time, at least some of the, the research that we've done in field studies of over 300 people, what we found is if the music is used uh, on the, at the same time, two or three times a day, that the overall effect is very positive. And it's, as Zach said, it's to get these people to engage. And, and I think because they tend to be more in the moment, things like bathroom use, um, you know, the, the, the items that Zach addressed are a little simpler to accomplish. Um, you know, that's the only, that's the only thing I can say to explain it. So, okay. well, no, that, that makes sense. I, I know with my, with my own mom, when she was in the nursing home, one of the things I had gone in and um, I had talked with them about um, taking a shower. She was having such a difficult time taking a shower and she would say it was painful and it was actually Tipa who told me that you know we lose our fat pads you know as we age and I'm like well my mom's a pretty heavy woman she's like it has nothing to do with weight it just has to do with how our body how our nerves are exposed and, and what happens to that protective tissue and so I had gone in and um, said you know I want to donate uh, rain shower heads for all the bathrooms 
and um, handheld ones. And, you know, he was asking me, you know, the administrators asked me, what else would you like to see? And I said, well, I think I said one of the best things other than I, I gave him a list of, of colors and heated floors and tall bars and things like that. I said, but my number one thing I would love to see is music piped in to the bathrooms. And if we could play their music, my, you could get my mom to take a shower in two seconds if that music was playing and she was singing. And that was a fun event for her, taking that scary off. Music is a very, very powerful, powerful tool. And it, it can connect not just the person with dementia, maybe to a different time frame or a peacefulness within. But like, like you said, Ron, it can, um, it can reconnect us as humans. And I think that that is is very very important. Now, do you have a, a, a kind of a drinking and eating program with um, Alzheimer's Music Connect as well with your Mementos program? Talk to talk to our audience about some of the difficulties with eating and drinking because I I don't think everyone understands how serious and how difficult eating and drinking can be for people with dementia over time. Perfect. Yeah. So. Dehydration, frequent UTIs, and malnutrition are huge problems in this population. And, and a lot of times we, could, we fill up their cup and we put it in front of them and, and it's still full. And, you know, family members can't always be there to say, hey, mom, take another drink. And as a worker or an activities director, you can't always be there to keep encouraging a drink. So what we've done is we work with Ron's music, and we're using the you know the music that's proven to improve engagement, and we improve engagement, and we're having messages such as like, "Hey mom, take another drink of juice," and we're putting cranberry juice or these high protein drinks or you know whatever whatever works for the person or a snack, and we can have a message play at a time interval. So let's say 10 minutes. So every 10 minutes it says, "Hey mom, take another drink of that juice." And if we did this every day for a, a daily activity, you know, over a period of time, we haven't done it long enough to give you a, 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 some data on a long-term scale, but we can just say that it's just such a simple thing because it's something that we're already doing. It's something that you would already do if you were sitting next to them, but it's just built into a functional tool. And and that's why it's just, it's just really, it's really very simple. When you mentioned, you know, dehydration and um, UTIs, I, I hear those issues constantly from people, just constantly. And again, it's a really small little thing, but huge impact when you keep somebody hydrated and you can avoid those those UTIs because that can sprout up with all other kinds of symptoms or what we like to call behaviors <laughs> and, and yeah. um, plus the uncomfortableness of it and, you know, the potential accidents and the pain. And I mean, the list can go on and on and on. Now you also um, had mentioned to me in conversation that you have used mementos in other ways, such as a, a child laugh to be used to facilitate calmness or a happier state of mind. Can you give us a, 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 maybe an example of that and, and how you've seen that work? Yeah, it, it's actually a, it's a wonderful story. So I, I have a, a three-year-old now, when he, when he was about two, I tickled his belly, and he had a, one of those really belly kid laughs. And anytime anybody hears it, I play it for him when I'm explaining the story. And the first thing they do is smile. 
every time you smile, you release dopamine. And so what my thought was is if we could have a, a child laughing or some sort of thing like this that could get somebody to smile periodically through the day, that would be doing something to improve their overall chemical balances, a lot of the reasons we give them, antidepressants and other things like that. Um, so it was really – I really want to push the limits with that. But well, I, I, it was at a facility in Kalamazoo, Michigan. A lady holds on to a baby doll. And they had the the kid laugh, and what happened was she would own she was holding the baby and she would like smile and they they just were it, the response was unremarkable, but they said a whole group of ladies were looking for the kids when every time they would hear the laugh, so it brought a, a whole group of ladies joy just to hear a kid laughing, and it. it it's just so simple. If we can bring them joy in, in this state of life, and that brings me actually to a, another story. We had a guy who would pace through the facility, and a lot of times we have patients who will just pace around. There's not a lot that you can do for them. Um, they're just on a mission, and they just keep going in the same routine around. Well, this he paced through the facility, and he, uh, he, we played uh, Sticks Greatest Hits, and a message from his wife. And when he was walking by one of the nurses, the message had played, and he stopped. He hugged his uh, hugged the nurse, and he kept walking. And the reason that was such a, a wonderful thing is because in that state of life, if we can get one positive interaction, we can get one good story. Like I said, that's a win. And and for that person who is in a facility who we can't always be there with them, if we can have something like this happen when we're not there, it's just an amazing thing. And and I don't mean to tell too many stories, but the one about the music, I, I love to hear the different uh, stories about uh, music having such an effect on, on patients' lives. And I, I used to take my guitar to the, I worked on a behavioral locked memory unit, and I would take my guitar every night and this is when I first started as a nurse, and I used to always tell people that that guitar did more for resolving the behaviors than any of the drugs could. And it was really just the distraction and just, you know, changing the changing the situation. And so that we had this patient who was in a jerry chair and stages. She had been that way for a couple of years, and this is in the last couple of weeks of her life. She ended up getting a mamesto. She listened to the sound of music almost every day. Um, but she didn't really interact with it because when we, when someone like this listens to music, we don't really understand what they're exactly hearing. But we put the music in her listening vicinity, and it had a message from her daughter. And these, she was the family. She had the family that was really dedicated, and they would one would visit in the morning, and one would visit in the evening. You know, those people that I would see, I would think that just really a lot of dedication takes a lot. And um, during the afternoon when the, one of the family friends was visiting, they had the Mamesto honor and they were showing it, they were showing it to someone else, like demonstrating it. And so it started going on, played the sound of music and she started humming along to the sound of music. And then the message played and her eyes started looking up and looking around and engaging. And this is something that she hadn't done in quite some time. And so it just music has such a wonderful capability 
and how can we gain access or give access to this population to to have it? I agree. It's um those are those are great stories of engagement. Um, I'm gonna roll back over to Ron here for a second, and Ron, I want you to talk a little bit about um, Alzheimer's uh, Music Connect and. Maybe share a story with me, one that just brings you joy in terms of how you've seen it impact people's lives. Sure. Uh, you know, I, lo- I love to talk about these things, but, um, you know, the company, like you, as you did in your introduction, uh, was put together because of, you know, really inspired by my mother's uh, diagnosis. And, you know, I-, I was able to engage with a lot of other people from various fields, uh, psychology, Psychiatrists, uh, you know, uh, radiologists, neurologists, and we we all came to the conclusion that yeah, there's some things that can be done. And while some doctors that are more gravitate towards, you know, purely if it's not if I can't prove it, then it's not it doesn't work. And mm-hmm. um, we ended up doing uh, uh, EEG testing, actually measuring the brain waves, and the results were so they could not be doubted. Uh, You could put a patient into music that was unenhanced and they would listen to it and um, you'd see a positive reaction, but then we'd use a downtime. and It was was basically an A-B test with downtime in between and then we'd reverse things. And um, when you'd play the music that was enhanced, oh my God, their brain waves were like doubled. So we took took away any, you know, uh, negativity in that regard, which I, I was always very proud of because I, I didn't want people to feel like, oh, this is, this is some kind of snake oil and you're trying to sell me something that's not going to work. That's not what we're about. Um, you know, it's just, it's just the company's focus was, for me, in a personal experience, again, with my mother, was I was already into the music process when I realized how over-medicated my mother had become. And they were giving her, you know, she was depressed, so they give her anti-depression pills. Then she'd get aggravated, and they'd go, well, she's got anxiety. We'll give her an anti-anxiety pill. The poor woman at one point was probably taking 10 different medications, each of them fighting the other. And mm-hmm. eventually what we were able to do by using the music and my and, – and I really strongly recommend that people engage with their doctors that are the, you know, providing the care to try and eliminate as many pharmaceuticals as you can because, as, as you well know, Laurie, it's, these drugs are – the effect of a 10-milligram drug on you or I – is not the effect that it gives somebody that has dementia. It's probably, and maybe Zach could answer it as a nurse, probably 10 times more. So, you know, the the ability to get people away from pharma, I mean, some pills are just necessary, but the more we got my mother weaned off of these drugs and the more we used the music, she went back to being, you know, as much as she could be herself while suffering through the Alzheimer's process. And, you know, that, that, again, that's one of those things that gives me a, a great a sense of pride and accomplishment because I know I've been able to share that with other families and people. And, you know, we, I, people email me and say, hey, I, I wouldn't have believed it if I didn't see it. And that's kind of what you 
strive for. Definitely. Now, Zach, for you, um, you're kind of, you know, new in the business for all practical purposes. What is your what is your dream for Mamesto? It blows my mind that there isn't other products that are more similar to it. There's a lot of different things that are using iPads and, and different technologies, but a lot of times th- those aren't exactly designed for the situation. And like Ron was saying, my hope is to help people to make the job simpler and help make it job easier for people and help patients live a better life and help the family members uh, feel better because you know, you can't always be there with them, but if you could have access or have a way um, to always be there with this current state of technology and what we're doing, um, there's plenty of different ways that we can handle a lot of the situations, um, and, and we're moving in the right direction with that, and we have a lot of other ideas to, to keep pushing that that direction. So let's talk about the, the product itself. And can you describe the size of this? Because I think that's one of the unique things is, is the size and, and how it can actually be worn. Yeah, so you can put any audio you want on it. So you can have music, a Bible, um, a game show, whatever, whatever the person finds joy in. And you can have any messages that you would want. You can have 20 messages. Um, you can have any length of message on there. So you can do reminiscence therapy, um, you know, record a, it's a small little tool about the size of a computer mouse, probably a little smaller. Um, it's lightweight and it's meant to clip on their shoulder. It has a headphone jack, so you can use headphones, but the main purpose is an internal speaker. Um, and it also has a front button on it so that you can either have the front button play the message, skip the track, or you can disable it. Like I said, it's a it's a real multifunctional tool, and it can be used in a lot of a lot of different ways. But as simply said, it it can be the messages can be disabled, and it can be a simple music player, or the messages can be enabled, and we can at the press of a button we can have messages that help us resolve situations, or we can have messages repeat at time intervals to constantly remind people that their memory deficit. So it just it's a lightweight tool, and I hope to, in the future to make it even um, easier to use. But right now, all you have to do is press one button, record a message onto it, and it's ready to go. It comes preloaded mm-hmm. with music. We worked with Warner Production Group, and uh, it comes preloaded with 10 songs. We're also working with Alzheimer's Music Connect, and we'd love to do anything we can to have music ready to go so that we take the barrier out of having to put this tool to a computer so everything can be done away from away from the computer and just by having and having the music already on it okay and so if i purchase this i would be able to switch out the music or switch out the messages but basically online is that how it works and and no no okay right if you purchase the memesto it comes preloaded with 10 songs when you Mm -hmm. received it um, and you can find those songs on our website. When you received it, you can um, you can press one press of the button. You can record a message to the onboard microphone, and the messages will save right on there. So okay. right out of the box, you can you can have a message on there that says, "Hey mom, everything's okay. I love you." You can have it set at whatever time interval you want. You can choose that. 
and you can have that right on your loved one that day. It's as simple as that. And that's really what our goal was, is to make a simple tool that you can improve quality of life right now today. But if you want to take it a step further, you can have different SD cards, micro SD cards, which the and so you can have a drinking program, an eating program. Um, uh, you can have all different programs. The nighttime one. So one patient they use a nighttime music, which is a calming, relaxing, meditative music, and they play it at night. It has no messages on it or anything. Um, and basically, it's just an easy way to like pop in and pop out and change the entire uh, function of the unit. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, call our customer service line and, and I'm here to help and guide um, in any way to to help you guys. Okay, sounds good. So if I if I purchase 10 songs, is there a way to switch those out later if I if I wanted to and once I put a message on, can I delete it and change it out or how does that work? Yep. It it works just like any uh, any MP3 player, anything like that, you know. So you would just take the micro SD card and put it into get it into your computer with a little adapter, you know, just like you would an MP3 player, anything like that with a with a micro SD. So once you put it into your computer, you can put any CDs that you would want on there, um, any any anything that you would want to get onto it. It's pretty simple to get on. I would say if you had the capability to upload a, you know, an iPod or MP3 or anything like that, it works in the same way. Is there a limit to how much storage is uh, it can hold? Like, is it is 10 songs kind of the the average max for it? It comes with a one gigabyte micro SD card, but you can put any size that you would want in there. But the one gigabyte is more music and more messages than you would need for an individual. Okay. Sounds good. Bible verses or, you know, say Joel Osteen uh, Bible reading um, or something like that. If those audio files are a little bit bigger, you may have to get a bigger micro SD card. Great. Now, Ron, I, we're going to be wrapping up here. I can't believe our hour's almost up. I want want to give you an opportunity to um, tell people a little bit more about um, Alzheimer's Music Connect and how they can purchase music if they'd like to, and um, and, and how they can work with Bomesto. What I can say is that, uh, you know, the, the, the fastest and easiest way to learn in depth about our company is to just Google us at Alzheimer's Music Connect. Um, the web address is, you know, the obvious www.alzheimersmusicconnect.com. But um, there's, there's a, a, a host of information that really delves deeply into the the uh, research that's been done the you know whether that was through uh, field studies and or our medical studies um, you know there's uh, there's video of tipa and uh, some other uh, guests that film things for us to kind of show different uses of the music and and uh, and then obviously there's a catalog page which lays out all of our various products um, some of them feature uh, DVDs as well as the music. Uh, one of our our two most popular packages. One's a six disc package, five music discs, and a DVD of a uh, video that uh, was done by Tipa Snow. Uh, that's called uh, Accepting the Challenge. It's a very well known, uh, respected DVD on on uh, dementia care. And then we have an individual, and the se- second product 
called uh, um, Music uh, Songs, Memories in Song. And that one was uh, a collaboration between myself and Tifa. Um, she does a, a, a different uh, video DVD, and then we selected working together the music that was included, which is basically like a 50s uh, folk music, 50s, 60s folk music uh, 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 package. And uh, very both of those things have been really well received, and, and each, each piece of product has a very in-depth description of each uh, you know disc that's included and um you know it's it's really uh, you can navigate through as much or as little as you want but the site's pretty clear and um you know our products are available directly through us or through Amazon and I know there's a lot of people that trust Amazon and feel comfortable and they'll use their prime account and place their orders so mm-hmm. uh it's again all I'd say google us at you know Alzheimer's Music Connect and you'll learn everything there is to know about the company. Okay, sounds good. Um, Zach, I'd like uh, you to talk about how people can reach you and how do they get involved if they're interested in, in purchasing Memesto. Well, thank you, Lori, for having me on the show. It's been a pleasure, and I and I really look up to you, and I, you do a lot of great work, and you guys you bring a lot of great value to this audience. Um, they can head to memesto.com to purchase the product, our number is on there. Our email is on there. I, I would love to get involved with anybody who would have any questions or have any comments. Um, something that I always do say is, you know, a lot of times even the guy who is the president of this company, his mom had Alzheimer's, and he said, you know, my mom was just a – this wouldn't help my mom because she's just too far gone. And I just – I want to encourage anybody, if they think that, if they feel that, um, to, to try it, to try Ron's music, to try Memesto, try playing the messages on there. A lot of times just saying that you're safe and you're loved um, is something that can make someone feel a lot better. And sometimes we may not see an immediate response from it, but a lot of these people deserve it. And uh, I'd also like to give you a unit, uh, Lori, for having me on the show. And I would like to either you could give it away to one of your audience members or someone that um, could use it or maybe do some sort of uh, whoever likes this podcast and shares it sort of thing, whatever you would like to do, I'd like to give you a unit um, to for your for your audience or for someone that you would know that could uh, benefit from it. Oh, great. Um, that would be wonderful. So the fifth person to share from the Facebook page, and that's Alzheimer's Speaks um, resource website, and um, we'll go ahead and make sure that you get the Memesto product. That's wonderful. Thank you, Zach. Uh, appreciate that very much. Yeah, I think this has been a really interesting conversation. And I, th- I-, I want to add, too, onto your comment about people even in end stages, um, because I-, I witnessed that with my own mother, and I- I've seen it so many times with so many other people that – Again, we have to remember they can't always communicate the way they used to, but that doesn't mean that they're not taking everything in um, sensory-wise that's happening around them. And I kind of equate it to, you know, we've all come to, you know, this awareness that a person in a coma-like state or in a coma can still hear and see and take everything in that's happening, but they can't always communicate back to us. And I think the same thing can happen with a person with dementia, but you will, if you watch their nonverbals, see a change. 
in their physical body if you watch really closely. And it might just be that a, a grimace turns into a smile. Um, or it, it might be a touch. It could be all kinds of different things that will happen that so often we can miss if we're not willing to pay attention, if we're not willing to slow down. And, you know, none of this can do any damage. And so, you know, my philosophy is always err er on, er on the side, you know, that's going to make you carry less guilt and make you feel a better person. And when you are going through, you know, losing somebody through dementia, those little moments matter way more than all the big ones wrapped together. And and you, you will sense that and you will see that. So I think this is a, I think both of you guys have really cool products and, um, I'm 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 glad to have you both on the show. Um, Ron, any last minute comment that you'd like to make? Anything we forgot to say? Uh, you know, Lori, I, all I'd like to say is, uh, you know, thank you again for the opportunity to reach out to your audience, and you know, God bless you for the work you do because uh, you know you are a resource to so many people and such a positive influence. Um, you know, I, I, if I owned a good hat, I'd tip it to you. but thank you you. thank you so much thank you so much for the opportunity well it's always a pleasure to have you on Zach any any last minute comment anything we forgot hey no ma'am just thank you for this opportunity and thank you for what you do and I appreciate um, appreciate your time Wonderful. Well, we're a team in this together, and that's the important piece. So, again, to our audience, thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to like and share this episode um, off of the Alzheimer's Speaks resource website uh, Facebook page, because the fifth person who shares it is going to get a free Momesto um, package. So we would love to be able to get that out to you. And, again, thank you, um, Zach, for for doing that. Very, very much appreciate that. In closing, I'm just going to give a shout out for those of you that are looking for a memory cafe in your area. You can go to memorycafedirectory.com. That's memorycafedirectory.com. That is sponsored by Calendar Cards, which is a memory system. And you might want to check that out. And Calendar and Cards are both with a K. And who else? Um, I want to just uh, give a shout out to my friends, uh, Kathy and Tammy with Dementia Raw. They have the Silver Dawn Training Institute, which I just uh, went to their program for their Certified Dementia Communication Specialist Training Program uh, early August. And it was just, it was really spectacular. I learned a lot and it had a lot of fun and, and met some great people and got certified to boot. So um, check them out. Uh, again, just go to uh, DementiaRaw.com and you'll find out more information. You guys have a great week and we'll all talk soon. Thanks everybody. Bye now. Get to Old Navy, two days only, today and tomorrow. Get a full 50% off all Old Navy active for the family. Shorts, tees, leggings, all Old Navy active is 50% off at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 825 to 826 excludes in-store clearance. Get to Old Navy, two days only, today and tomorrow. Get a full 50% off all Old Navy active for the family. Shorts, tees, leggings, all Old Navy active is 50% off at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 825 to 826 excludes in-store clearance. It's time to rethink. 
Renew and Reimagine Retirement. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.